As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Good afternoon, whatever time date is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening. Today, today is the 7th of June, year of our Lord, 2019, 2022. To Welcome to yet man. another edition of the Bunny Cardigan Show presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic, a man who has been subject to certain criticisms recently that uh, has, has, has gotten me feeling a little bit under the weather. And without <laughs> revealing too much, uh, a week ago... I recorded, uh, James was alarmed to learn that, like, was it 10, 11 o'clock at night? Uh, I got an email. After we had recorded our episode, I got an email that was very much titled as if it was another episode. I sent James an email that was titled uh, BNC88 Emergency. And I just sent him a text that was like, hey, go ahead and upload that. Um, And we came to the very adult conclusion that we should not upload it. Um, but I appreciate it. I, uh, you didn't have to d- do what you did. It's true love. I, I appreciate what you did. You didn't have to do that. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to talk about it. It was, I am confident in my own skin and don't feel the need to necessarily address uh, people, but I, I I truly appreciated your passion for it. I as went a friend. I went through something very recently where I felt a little bit rubbed the wrong way that people weren't there to defend me in the way that I wish that they would have. So when I come across uh, people over varying mediums that have things to say about James that are fundamentally wrong and. This, this idea that people have thrown out there that I do agree with is if people hear information, sourced real information that they disagree or that they that isn't what they want to hear, that means that it is inherently false. I believe that people are operating that way. And so unfortunately for some people, when they hear James preparing them for certain realities. And in this instance, that certain reality is the fact that Keegan Murray might be on your basketball team and that Jaden Ivey might not be. 
One thing that I said in there that I do feel comfortable saying right now, James does not give a shit who Troy Weaver drafts. He doesn't care. No. I, I I like to make the jokes that like Hamadou is his little buddy and like he you know, he's got these little guys. James doesn't care because his job is to report the information that he hears so that people aren't blindsided if on draft night they get up there and they draft Keegan Murray or if the cards change and something does happen and they draft Jaden Ivey, they draft Jaden Sharp, hell, they draft Duran, they get Ben Math, whatever it is. James's job is to tell you what he hears, and that's what he was doing. And I Shout think, out to Jaden Sharp. And people were taking it the wrong way. And uh, it pissed me off in such a way that I unfortunately went a little incendiary for a, about a 10-minute emergency episode, and, and we decided to pull back. And... In there, I said I shouldn't have to defend James, and, and part of me doesn't really feel like that I need to be doing this, and some of it's overkill, but at the end of the day, when so many people were saying so many disrespectful things, I know this like bandwagon dogpile mentality that people tend to have, and there's a very specific reason why I know about that, some, some certain instances why I'm accustomed to this feeling, and mm -hmm. I don't want that shit to happen to you. So um, that is why I did feel the need and still do feel the need a little bit uh, to correct some of the uh, rhetoric that's out there. And as a punishment to those people, we're not talking about the draft today. No draft stuff. Kind of, sort of, not draft stuff, but kind of. But we're not doing the whole, like, no, no, no. we're not doing no tier lists boards. or big boards yeah, or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. We're taking a week off from that. Uh, you'll have to get that from somewhere else because today, James... Really quick, I just, I, on, on, your, on your point, thank you so much. Uh, like I said... The stuff on Twitter and other where else? Where there, I only saw it on Twitter. Where else? Where else it's coming from? With the guys that have like named uh, Aiden Hutchinson as their Twitter handle and a picture of Killian, like uh, that stuff doesn't bother me. I just, um, I think as somebody as a as a black man who's made it to this point, um, professionally, that um, is not an easy place to make it to. I take pride in like my work, so I get offended when people say like, even if it's just like a dude with one follower, like my, the pride in me is like I bust my ass. Like I don't think people understand how hard it is to get like news or to get people to chatter. Like I don't think people understand that it takes years to do. Um, so like my pride kicks in, and like I understand like certain jokes and stuff what's uh, about maybe certain player or certain trade but to say i'm like not reputable like with all due respect who on the pistons beat has broken more news than me who on the pistons beat has like warned you months ahead of time about stuff happening like to say i'm just not reputable i'm not saying that the Pistons. i've never once said the pistons are going to draft keith murray i said i believe him ben math sharp and ivy are in consideration and to my knowledge from based on conversations that I think Murray is the pick. I think Ben Math has a really good chance. I think Ivy has a chance. I think though, from conversations that Murray, if he's there is the pick. That's all I've said. I, I could give like Nick said, I could give a shit less who the team picks. I still cover them. I still get paid to do it. It is what it is. Uh, but to say I'm not reputable is disrespectful because, uh, yeah, I mean, you can. I, I like. Have I, when have I been wrong? 
Like I've been trying to like when people said that I was trying to like let me get my shit. Hold on, let me get my shit off real quick. When I was I was trying to think, I'm like, have I like been wrong about a bunch of stuff? I'm like, I couldn't think of anything I was like wrong about. Like where I said this was gonna happen and it didn't happen. So you want me to actually interject? Because I agree with you. It's just food for thought. And here's the thing that bothers me is, is when you do provide the examples of, here's some stuff that I've broken. Oh, well, that's just the Derrick Rose trade. We all knew he wanted – so we're moving the goalposts then, so now it doesn't matter. So now now it, now he's, now he's James is breaking the news that isn't, quote-unquote, that important. Like, but okay, then they, gotcha. like, forget that, like, yeah, maybe it was, like, the tea leaves were Derrick Rose was getting traded, but you didn't know what team. No. And we – the team – me and Shams threw out there. The Knicks, where did he get traded to? Pretty like, sure again, it was the New York Knicks. I don't want to go through this because I don't need to prove myself to anybody. Like, people who, like, are not trolls understand and know. Uh, but I just wanted to say I appreciate you. So we have a game. Yes. Well, first, if, do you have anything to pump? You had a story come out today with Hollinger. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, me and Hollinger discussed uh, DeAndre Ayton's availability, um, the fit with the Pistons, the how the Pistons the best avenue for them to get them, and if they even need to do anything splashy this summer. So check that out. Me and Hollinger, um, Hollinger said he just talking to people. It, in his opinion, it is more likely than not that Aiton is on a different team next year. I have a favorite as a basketball fan. I have a favorite Aiton scenario. Can I tell you real quick? Uh, yeah. Sign and trade. Jakopodal, Keldon Johnson to the Suns, and Hallinger mentioned on it. DeAndre Ayton to the Spurs. They have Ayton and DeJounte Murray and a bunch of cap space. Nick, where is DeJounte Murray from? Do you know? Uh, I don't know this. I do not know he's where from he's from. He's from Seattle. I did know that. I'm, okay, yeah, I did know that. Yep. Do you know there is a big-name free agent? One of the few big-name free agents is from Seattle. Can you, do you know his name? That is Zach Levine. Boy, would that be fun. Levine, Murray, and Aiden. Well, he also, DeJounte Murray also got in trouble. Somebody sent it to me, and I thought it was a bit. And this was, I thought, at this point, maybe oh, like yeah, a month the, ago or the something. Oh, yeah, the jersey swap. He just, like, tweeted a jersey swap of Zach Levine. And somebody sent it to me. I was like, is this a goof? And they're like, no, he actually did this. So, Respect. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm on board with this. When you said a dream scenario, I was going to interject and be like, it's the Spurs, isn't it? Because my whole thing has been, if it's not, one of them, they will overpay for both Aiton and Zach Levine. And I'm not mad at it, and I'm on board with it because I think it'll be kind of fun. I think, was it last week? Did I throw out, like, Levine to the Nuggets or something? I think the, yeah. the, the Spurs one would just be really fun. Um, be fun. I'm be 100%, fun 100% on board with that. Uh, and if it means, you know, like you guys did right in the stories. Well, actually, here's one thing that I, I do want to briefly, a little nugget from the, from the story that I want to mention. Not that this was, like, this I, I could look up the cap sheet and see this, but the little thing that Hollinger mentioned about Cade is the only guy on the books for twenty three, twenty four, making at least ten million dollars, and I got really excited for a second because I was like, "Wait a second, this is what James told you not to worry about." But here's the thing: is by that time we're going to be penning extensions. And we're going to be doing a bunch of other different crazy things. If we do something this summer, there's a whole bunch of different. Like by next summer, we're going to, you know, like if if right. the plan is such, by next summer, we're definitely going to be adding somebody else. So those cap sheets are still going to be hell. So I was brought back down to earth really, really quick. But I read the story this morning. It was great. Everybody else should go check it out. Is there a promotion on anything athletic related right now? Yes. Uh, the continuous $1 for a subscription is still available. Which I've been reading a lot about uh, how that is quote unquote too. I don't want to do this. Uh, What's the game today, James? What do you got for us? 
which Jeremy Grant trade does Nick like the most? And how many do we have? We have seven or eight. So let me preface it with this. <laughs> okay. I think there are only seven or eight trades that actually, in seven or eight different teams, that actually make sense. Like every, I think if there is a trade, it is one of these scenarios. Some okay. of them I've reported. Others have reported. Some Half of these you guys have heard before. It's no surprise. Then there's like three or four more that I've kind of either conjured up or like I'm curious if something can bubble or manifest with it. Okay. Um, and I'm going to have you, I'm going to read them off to you. We'll have a quick conversation and I want you to rank them as your favorite to least favorite Jeremy Grant trade as a Pistons fan. So there are two teams that I'm hoping are on this list because uh, they, I've been, I've been headstrong on the reality that, that these two teams are the ones that like, they got, they got some stuff that I'm really interested in and I want to see if they made the cut. If not, we'll revisit it at the end, but without further ado, what's the first team? All right. So, for do people like the unknown up top or at the end? Like when you're, like for me when I listen to albums, like say ex- example, uh, I hate it when I'm listening to an album, and the last song on an album is like a single. Like I want to end this album with like something unknown. Get the radio stuff, the the singles out of the way first. One hundred. Okay, so the 100%. ones people have already heard, let's get that done first. Okay. Yeah. We'll start where we just talked about. Jeremy Grant sign and trade for DeAndre Aiden. Where yeah. are you at? I think this one. Well, I think this one makes sense. I think for both sides. I think um, I, I. I don't remember because I had, we were talking about this privately or on the show last week. I don't remember which one it was, but we brought up the Phoenix thing. I think it was because I asked you if the trade doesn't happen on draft night. Uh, is it going to happen? Like, should I just if it? Oh if, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were maybe we should revisit this just for the just for the show. I think it's an interesting question. Uh, and then I'm sorry, we'll get right back to it. But if Jeremy Grant is not traded on draft night, are we biting the bullet and running it back until at least the deadline? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think that means. I don't think that is the case. Like it could be, like sign and trade once free agency opens. The draft is first, right? Yeah, drafts first, so it could be sign and trade and free agency. I think, obviously, duh. Obviously, I guess yeah. If, if we're talking not, about DeAndre, Ayton, then yeah. of course. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, if he's not traded on draft night, then I think maybe you can assume there's a sign and trade coming. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, if it is the DeAndre Ayton one, uh, I'm just actually gonna you know, a little spoiler alert. I'm gonna use the the Hollinger one, which was like you throw in. It was like Jeremy Luca. I think Frank was in there, and for, it was for like uh, DeAndre Ayton and, and Tory Craig was in there too. And Tory Craig's a fun little two way wing. I'm I'm on board with that. To me, that would be the prize. I would for some. I would there would be a way where I'm like, we got Tory Craig. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't hate that one. The, and if the Pistons execute a sign and trade, if my I think Hollander even said it in the piece, and I think my uh, understanding of how the cap and stuff works, they'd be signing him. They'd be if it's a sign and trade, they'd be signing him with cap space. So that gives. So they would still have. Uh, they'd still be able to like go above to get keep Marvin, okay. um, and still have other money to spend. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think that that one, at, at least, 
just from the rip. I don't know. Maybe there's something in the chamber here, and I could be wrong, and I'll have to amend this later. But for right now, I think that if Pistons fans want to go get that guy this summer, they want to go get a big name, and they they do want to use the cap space, I think that this is going to be one of your only avenues where it's actually feasible. Like, you're not going to go get Levine. You're not going to get, you know, whoever else there is. So if you want that guy this summer, then this would be the trade for you. So just because it's the first trade that you've given so far, uh, it is going to be number one. I don't think it's going to finish there, though. All right. Again, on the um, following down the line of trades that have been discussed, Jeremy for number seven, and who would you take at seven? And we'll do. We'll say I'll. I'll do the draft order. So say the draft order is Jabari, Chet, Paolo, Ivy, Murray. That's six. Yep. And then the Pacers take Sharp at. Wait. Oh, yeah, so the Pistons are back on the board at 7. Yep, at 7. Yeah, it's Ben Math. Yep, it's it's Benedict Mathurin. And that's it's, yeah. I, he's got one of the top three prettiest jumpers in the class. Uh, he's got that bounce where he's explosive, but he also floats. Um, Pistons need scores. He's a scorer. Pistons need guys who are efficient. Not that bad. Pretty efficient. Uh, I've been on the, the Ben Math at 7 tra- train. I don't want him at 5. Uh, and if you come away with Keegan Murray and Ben Math, I think it's one of the best classes that we've had in the last decade, outside of obviously the 2021. Two, well, not 2021, 2020, like that class, that comma one. Yeah. one. Yes. Uh, okay. So this is the last one that has been discussed publicly, which is one I've, me and Chris Kirshner discussed. Uh, Jeremy Grant to the Atlanta Hawks for 16 and Bogey. Yeah, this one I just don't feel as passionate about. And I think it's just me. I think it's maybe just the idea of having Bogdanovich on this team. Like, like I would rather you go get Karis LeVert or I, I would Come rather. Come on, don't spoil. Or I would rather you go get. Is, is, it, is it gross if I say I would rather have TJ Warren? I would rather have just if that's, you're going to go get a guy who can score, gross, just, just but... go get a bucket getter. And people are going to, I think. Pistons fans have wanted T.J. Warren for long enough. I think there are definitely a, a section of fans that would maybe cite the age, and I don't know if those people are wrong, but it's also like, I don't know, you got nothing else going on right now? I don't know. Um, at 16, I don't know. As far as the draft pick stuff goes, I would rather it be um, Atlanta or – I'm sorry. I, I would rather it be Portland or another team that might be in here. I don't want to accidentally spoil anything else. Yeah, so well, I'll you're just already I'll, spoiled. So well, I mean, I, I, hey, you didn't have to say anything. You could have just brought it up later on and been like, and in a great transition, yeah, and then mentioned yeah, that yeah. team. Uh, I also just really quick, going back on the Portland thing, I, I mentioned this to Laz. I just, if I'm Portland, that, that, that doesn't move the needle for me. That's just not an interesting trade. I wouldn't want Jeremy for number seven, and that's not really – Maybe it is a little bit about Jeremy, but I don't know. That just wouldn't seem interesting to me. Um, getting 16 in Bogdanovich uh, just isn't really a needle mover for me. That's going to be at number three right now. All right. So this is the start of ones that are, have not been discussed in some form or fashion publicly. This is one that I am personally, from as a basketball fan, find very interesting. Okay. And I'll make it make sense. And you already hinted at it. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Jeremy Grant to Cleveland for 14 and Karis LeVert. So 14 speaks for itself. It's a lottery pick. Yep. Even though there's really no difference between 14 and 16, People get excited when they hear lottery pick. So you get your lottery pick. Then you get Karis LeVert, who, like Jeremy, is entering next season on an expiring contract. Mm -hmm. They make roughly the same amount of money. Karis LeVert fills the bucket-getting void that the Pistons need aside next to Cade. Uh, Karis LeVert has connections, obviously, to the great state of Michigan. Karis Silver yes. has connections to Pistons organization members and coaches. I guess Beeline's part of the organization members. And to my knowledge, it's been a while, but last time I had kind of checked in, I got the sense that the Pistons were going to go after Karis Liver in free agency anyway when he became one. Mm-hmm. So making this trade gets you Karis now. And any extension you want to give him, surely he's not – Karras doesn't deserve more than the $18 million he makes now. So you're either going to keep paying Karras what he's made and stretch it out, or he's going to, or you're going to get less. So that is obviously – financially, you're saving $8 million, $9 million based yep. on probably what Jeremy will get in extension. Yeah, um, would this be the third time that Troy has traded for in this? Maybe it's not really that uncommon for general managers to do this, but would this be the third time that Troy has, quote unquote, gotten ahead of the free agency thing uh, and traded for a guy that he knew he was going to want to sign down the line? Because he did it with Hamadou. He did it with Bagley. And if he did it with Karis LeVert. So I think it is honestly kind of the if you want to read even more into the, uh, you know, like, you know, we like trades, you know, we like free agency, but free agency is a little tricky. But, you know, we'll do whatever the quote was that he just gave. Um, I think his track record is certainly speaking for itself that he would rather go get these guys, you know, via the trade market than wait around till in, until free agency when there's, you know, all these. You kind of get, get where I'm going with this. So oh, 100%. if you if Karis LeVert really is the guy that you wanted to get next summer, uh, because it was three years, fifty two and a half million is the deal that he's on right now. Um yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's you would probably he would be what sixth then. He would just be first off the bench, right? Or would no, you I put him in the starting start, five? Start at the two. Well, that's contingent on who you draft, though, isn't it? Do you think? I mean, I still think that whoever you draft is probably going to come off the bench. I, like, especially if it's sharp. Yeah. Or okay. Ivy. Like, I don't yeah. think they're ready now. Okay, valid. Um, this one is definitely near the top. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pin in this one. It might be top two, and it's not two. I'm not sure yet. We'll have to wait. Uh, but I know that Karis Levert would be uh, an absolute smash. That would be that's like a fan service thing to me. That would be like when like a big Marvel or Star Wars movie they do a fan service thing. Trading for Karis Levert feels like fan service, but like the but like the but like the good kind. No, it is a. You, right. I mean, listen, Karis is getting 
he's getting older. I think he's actually older than Jeremy. Let me check Karis Levert's age. No shot. Um, he's got to be what twenty seven. Okay, so they're the same age. He turns twenty eight uh, in August. Oh, so he is twenty seven. Okay, well, so um, obviously injury history there. Yes. But with that being said, you're filling a void of a secondary bucket getter um, at a decent. You'll save a decent amount on uh, as opposed to re-signing Jeremy. And if you draft Keegan Murray, that's your Jeremy filler. And yeah, you're rolling out. Think of, I feel like is a Cade, Karis, Sadiq, Keegan, Isaiah starting lineup for sure making the play in. No, but it sounds no. like it could be fun. Yeah, I think that team is winning at least 33 games. How do you feel about that number? If I put it at 32 and a half, are you going over or under? That's uh, yeah, that's a that's a great number. It's a great number. I might How many say they win last year, 23, 21. Somewhere in the low 20s, I you know. Can they make a 10 game improvement? Yeah. I mean, eh, I don't know. That's interesting. That's a good question. Okay, yeah. So so on the Cleveland one, on board with these, I wrote it down. It was Karrison 14, you said is what it was, right? Yes. Okay, cool. I like this so one. So there, there's maybe next? your Mark, you get, you, get you a little Mark Williams at 14. If he's I don't there. hate it. Yeah, I don't hate that. That was That's my favorite. Uh, that's one, I'm not reporting that it's been discussed, so don't. Aggregators don't say it, but that's one I could. I uh, wouldn't be surprised. I haven't heard that it's been discussed, but I wouldn't be surprised if it does down the road. Um, the next one, Jeremy Grant to the Miami Heat for Duncan Robinson. There it is, <laughs> and a 2023 first round pick, and then a future, another future first round pick. So, I know that this was a trade that I was really worried about happening around the deadline because I was convinced that if Miami pulled the trigger and did this exact trade, because I know I remember that we had kind of discussed it and some of the – we were kind of like, yeah, but Duncan Robinson has been bad. Like, he's not been good this year. He was mm-hmm. – going into the deadline, it was like, oh, my God, what is going on with Duncan Robinson? Um, however, it I mean, it's not like he's a bad basketball player. He's one of the better three-point shooters that we have in the league. So, um I just don't want to feed the beast that is Miami while then also having whatever pick we get in exchange be a late uh, the Kevin Porter Jr. pick all over again. I'm just not it's not interesting to me. So to me to me that's a we're settling trade. To yep. me that's a like you are selling low uh everybody else balked or did whatever. Uh speaking of balking, you want to remember you want to know a trade that I popped into my head the other day one of the one of my favorite little nuggets that you've given on this show huh. a year ago when phoenix backed out of the jalen smith for seku trade oh yeah, yeah i was re-listening to an old episode and you brought that up and i was like that's a that trade does nothing for anybody i don't that's just interesting that that was even a thing in the first place uh no i think the miami that that trade i think is kind of a bottom of the barrel i at think at the just, time at the time it did nothing for anybody but jalen smith's shown some stuff I'm good. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm all right. I mean, yeah, it's you're right. You know what? He's in a better spot than Seiko is. Yeah. I saw someone. I think it was on Reddit. It was a poll on Reddit. Uh, biggest bus of the decade: Henry Allenson, Stanley, or Seiko? Who do you think won? Probably Seiko, because people were irrationally hyped for the a kid that went 15th overall and was 12 <laughs> years old. Well, it's because Giannis went 15 too. The answer should have been Stanley. It was Henry. Henry won. 
Which is valid. It's valid. No, because at least Stanley did some shit in a playoff series. I don't care if we got swept. Like, at least, you know, I don't know. At least he cooked something up, and then you go and get Henry Ellenson, and it's like, ooh, him and Andre Drummond, we got this new mobile big, and nothing. Nothing. At least Seiko did. Henry was pick 19, and he was a child. I think he did one year at Marquette. Like, like Stanley was a a top seven pick that's uh, from modern day. Like, how old is Stanley right now? Mm, Is he 23? What what draft was that? Was it 14? 15? 16. 15 or 16. He was a rookie during the Cleveland series? The LeBron thing, yeah. Stanley just turned 26, and he's already borderline out of the league. No, he was – no, come on. You watched him play for the Lakers last year. Don't do that. He was like literally the him and Austin Reeves were like the only two dudes who knew how to play with LeBron. It was insane. Like there were moments where people were like, "Is Stanley Johnson an NBA?" And I'm really not trying to do this with the whole Stanley thing right now. You but are. I'm just you are you are. But I'm just saying that. Would you like me to read to you Stanley's Lakers stats? No, you don't got to do that. No, you don't, nah, you don't got to do that. Played right. in 48 games. Nice. Averaged 23 minutes. Not bad. 46 percent from the field. 31 percent from three. NBA numbers. 71% from the free throw line. Three yeah. rebounds. 1.7 assists. Less than a steal a game. 6.7 points. Line that up with Corey Joseph. I guarantee they're the exact same. Guarantee they're yeah, the but, exact same. What are we yeah, talking but, about? But one's a, one's a, one's <laughs> been doing this. I'm fighting for my life over here. Who's the, what's the next trade? I don't like this the is, Miami one. That's going to be at the bottom the la- for me. This is the last one. Okay. No, no, I will say, before you read this last team, the two teams that I mentioned up top, neither has been mentioned yet. So I'm curious to see who this is. Jeremy Grant to the Memphis Grizzlies. And I think it just works financially. I don't think a player has to be thrown in. For picks 22 and 29. And this year. Nobody has to be thrown in for Memphis? I don't think so. I think they have like $24 million in cap space. The picks were low 20s, you said? 22 and 29. So if you want to send five twenty-two and twenty-nine to Houston, move up to three. Oh. And then, and then at that point, you're just, just rolling the dice on twenty-two. At that point, you're rolling the dice on whoever the best available would be, whoever is the remainder of those top three you're living with, whoever that's yep. going to be. Yep. Whew. Okay. If it's not for, saying Houston would do that, right? I'm saying it's a, but but that would be that would be what your package would be. Um, okay, if it was used for that, that would be used for good instead of evil, which would be – because here's my thing. is like I don't – do we need more – like I had this take the other day, and I've been, I've been, I've been marinating. I, I don't know if this is a good take or a bad take, so I will let you police this one, okay? Mm-hmm. Are we at a point where I just shouldn't care who we draft in the second round anymore? Because like I feel like Saban was the last second-round pick that might – matter and then isaiah livers has a case too i think isaiah livers might be pretty decent but like isaiah livers has a better case than saban at this point yeah okay and that and that's totally valid yeah but like are we kind of turning the corner on like i don't i balsa kopravica all the love in the world to you brother i don't really think i'm ever really expecting anything to come out of that one like and we're (laughs) just i've never personally like been invested on second round picks like outside of 
35. Like it is like it's the you're talking about day three of the NFL draft, essentially, when you get to the middle of the second round. Well, and that's what I'm saying is like, have we kind of turned the corner enough that we have enough young guys that we really don't need to freak out over these second round picks anymore? Like the Kyrie Thomases of the world. I think we're good now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think I think the thing with the Bruce and Kyrie Thomas, though, if I recall, the Pistons didn't have a first round pick that year. I think it Correct. was Correct. It was Bruce, and then they traded for Kyrie. Yeah, and Bruce was his home run. First, yeah, second round from where, where we got picked. him, yeah. absolute home run. He's playing, yeah. like, legit playoff minutes for, like, a real t- – um, yep. and, like, he's the perfect Swiss Army knife. He's playing center field for the Brooklyn Nets. Like, he's doing exactly – so he was, by all accounts, um, just an objectively great pick at a time when we needed it the most. I'm just saying now yeah, I yeah. think we have enough stuff that I'm pass on whatever yeah. ends up happening. So because of that – I'm sort of in the business of, like, the later in the draft that we're getting stuff, the more I'm just going to be like, so what's this guy's deal? You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's how you end up accidentally drafting Max Christie or something, and I don't really want to do that. You don't want Max Christie? No. On your basketball team? No. No. Why? I won't be able to say this without being disrespectful, so I just don't want Max Christie on my basketball team. Wow. Should have stayed another year, probably. Nah, should have went. Okay, so uh, let me rank these now. So let me write down and this And we'll last get out one. of here. A nice little 30-minute pod. So Miami was uh, Duncan, and then what was the pick for Miami? 23, a first-round pick in 2023, and then another future first. 22 and 29 from, okay. So I'm going to rank these. I'm going to go Cleveland, Karras, and 14. Oh, I think I got to do Portland and 7 I as th- number one. I thought that would be one. Yeah, I, I, I have to do that. Portland and 7 is is the dream scenario, I think, for most people, and that's how you get the most bang for your buck out of uh, out of Portland and out of the Jeremy trade, especially because there would there would be some some little fun throw-in that people would, would get excited about. I'm using this name arbitrarily. This is not propaganda. Oh, but like, gosh. Okay, I won't say it. Like but, CJ Ellerby. But his birthday is, in t- is coming up. As of this recording, his birthday is in 10 days, which also means that my birthday is in 10 days. So um, you'd have that coming in. Uh, number seven, I think, would, would end up being uh, whoever you get there, Jalen Duren, Ben Math, whoever it is. It's going to be a guy that I think all Pistons fans are on board with at seven. Uh, so that's number one. Cleveland, Karras, and 14. Uh, bonafide bucket getter. Love that. Everybody loves Karras. Um, happy that he's healthy again. I know we, you mentioned the injury history. It's like, well, some of it was also just like, he Weird almost stuff, died, yeah. so hope yeah, I'm yeah. glad he's okay. Um, on board with that, he's one of the few. Like it was, it was really hard for me to accept that Jordan Poole was good. I hated having to stomach that, but I do now, and I'm like, no, he's nice. Yeah, Karras, it was not hard for me. I've loved Karras from the jump, even as a Michigan State fan. Three, I'm gonna go Phoenix for the eight and sign and trade, for the reason that I said before, you just which was. Aiden. Like no. I think you should I like admit that because no. Aiton is getting you the. Well, I think you should say, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying no, I'm agreeing with you. Like I don't like I. Yeah, Aiton gets you the best player on the K timeline out of all these trades, but you're you're personally just not a fan of DeAndre Aiton. Yeah, I just. Well, here's one way that I would be fine with it, because now the reasons that I don't is. Purely because of, like, if I had to sit here and think about everything that I know about Troy Weaver, everything that I think that I know, I should say, (laughs) then all those signs would point to DeAndre Ayton probably not being the Pistons guy. So that's the camp that I'm in now. However, 
if the Pistons ended up finding themselves in a position and I get a text one day that says the Pistons just completed a trade and we have DeAndre Ayton now, I'm going to assume that Troy Weaver did his homework and he feels pretty confident about bringing that guy in despite the reported character issues. So if Troy's cool with it, then I'm going to be cool with it too. Um, but until then, no, pass. So it's not even really about basketball. From ba- from a basketball perspective, hell yeah, give me DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> Fourth, the Atlanta thing. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. But for no real reason other than I just need Memphis and Miami to be at the bottom. Okay. Just because I really don't want to, like, I, I don't want to keep pumping, I say keep pumping stuff into Miami like we've done that. We haven't. I'm just saying I don't want anybody to give them anything, and I would prefer that they moved. Uh, cause I don't like them. I don't like Miami and I don't like, <laughs> wait, fans. like moved, like became like the Cincinnati heat. Yeah. I wish that they would maybe move to the keys or something or move to give, <laughs> give Puerto them Rico? to, uh, to Cuba? Kansas or something. Yeah. Give the, the Dominican Cuba Republic heat? a basketball team or something. Um, just get the heat and all their fans out of here. Um, I they do like, fans? I do. Ooh, look at you. I do hey, like the Memphis thing. I remember thing. when the, I remember when the heatles were there. And you look around that arena, and there's a lot of empty seats. There's too much shit to do in Miami, man. You know, we yeah, got time to go watch the play. The Memphis one, I actually love for the Grizzlies. I love the idea. First of all, aesthetically, Jeremy in a Grizzlies jersey. Woo. What if it's Zaire and 29 instead of 22 and 29? You know, I was my first instinct was to say, has, has that ship sailed? I don't know if it has. He wasn't bad last year. Zaire was good. Yeah, was, that's what I'm. That's he did what I'm stuff in the in the Warrior series. That's what I'm saying. Is like so. Yeah. I think I think I can confidently say probably on that one. I uh, already know Zaire was my guy. Yeah, through and through in the draft. Before we go, why don't I tell you what the two teams were that I liked? Yes, please. Um, I'd have to pull up the draft order because I don't remember where either team is picking. Um, Memphis. I'm sorry, Memphis. Minnesota obviously doesn't really have a great pick. I like Minnesota. I like the idea of Jeremy Grant going to Minnesota. It's just the I, the problem is what you're, you're going to get back from that. Cause that's like, that's what my thing was. I looked at Minnesota. There's nothing that they would trade back. They're not really trading Russell Westbrook. They're not going to trade Pat Beverly. See Russell Westbrook? Uh, wow. D'Angelo Russell, same thing. Freudian slip, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Although we can give D'Angelo Russell his flowers this year. We are not big D'Angelo Russell guys, but he was – this year, I was kind of like, all right, I'll be quiet a little bit, but I'm keeping my eye on you. Like, you don't want Jarrett Culver. That's a project that nobody, even even some business fans, are like, I'm good on the whole Jarrett Culver experience, which is too bad. Like, yeah, you would need, like, Vanderbilt. Um, yeah, like Malik Beasley. Like, you like Malik Beasley? It's another character thing. Yeah. He's the only, he, money wise, he, he's the only one that makes sense of guys they'll trade, but uh, I don't, I don't know if. People have character concerns with Malik Beasley anymore or not, but there's obviously reasons to. Yeah. I uh, I love, 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 love Washington. And I'm you not going to sit Denny? here. No, no, because you want to talk about how hard it is to, to, to break news and to get the like one of the only nuggets, one of the only little scoops that I've ever given on this show was that the Pistons did not like Denny Avdia in the draft. Two years ago. Uh-huh. And maybe, again, maybe, hey, the cards shuffle all the time. Maybe something ended up happening. But I am I feel pretty confident that the Pistons wouldn't want him. Maybe you facilitate some sort of a Thomas Bryant sign-and-trade. Give the guy $95 million. I don't know. 
That's sick. Maybe you do why something you, why like that. Why don't you just sign Thomas Bryant? Yeah, 100%. And that's what they <laughs> should do. Um, you like Rui? I like Rui Hachimura. The guy's been playing with an exploded uh, testicle for two years. I think he's um, – let me word this delicately because he was – he stepped away from the game for a while. Um, yeah. I don't think it ever came out why, but I, 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 let me just say this. Um, I don't know – uh, ooh, yeah. So why I'm trying I, to like I like I know why Rui hasn't been playing, wasn't playing, and I don't want to use a certain word. Gotcha. Um, Let me throw you a, a rope. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I would. I would not want Rui. I'll say that. Let me throw you a rope, and I'll get you out of this hole, and I'll put myself in it. Has anybody ever said the story? I don't know if this is public either. I'll just say it. Has anybody ever said the story about the visiting player? that broke a TV in the locker room playing video games? In Detroit? In Detroit, in LCA. Pretty sure that TV is still uh, broken. I'm sure they fixed it, but I do it's remember vaguely hearing something about that. Who was it? I don't... I, I will not say who it was, but that is a thing that happened. They brought I their... remember about They that. were, like, playing video games in the locker room before a game, and then they got pissed and broke a TV, and it stayed broken for a while. This happened this season. Was it DeAndre Ayton? I will say it was not DeAndre Ayton. Believe it or not, it was not. De- that would be a great bit if it was. It is not Bring DeAndre Ayton. Full circle. Um, oh, we two seconds, two seconds, two seconds. Yeah. Con Sexton, talk to us. We haven't mentioned it. What's going on there? I I don't know. I honestly don't. I haven't asked or heard anything specific about Con Sexton. I personally, yeah. you're asking me. Yes, this I is am. No reporting. I would be surprised if the Pistons got Colin Sexton. I just think he is a ball-dominant guard who would take touches away from Cade, poor defensively, undersized, have to pay him a decent amount. Like, I'd rather just have but do you? Over. But here's my question is, do you? Because if the book is out on Colin Sexton and everybody says the same thing, everybody says what you say, which I'm not saying is wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you, by the way. I'm just saying if you ask somebody about Colin Sexton, somebody who, who knows what's going on, that's what they're going to tell you. And then they always say, but you got to pay him his money. Why? Because if everybody thinks this guy fucking stinks, then why are you going to pay him $40 million? You know what I mean? I think somebody will. I don't think it, not $40 million a year. He's not going to get no, that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying $40 million a year, no. I think, like, if you, I think I would walk away from Colin. Like, I would just rather have Karras at 18. Just like that's for, just me personally. Yeah, yeah I, I, and you're and you're not wrong. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you made it this far, thank you very very much for listening. If you listen to new this, new beat. I'll... We got a new beat. New beat alert. I haven't sent it to Nick, but you'll hear it. Oh, I had I one in the chamber. If you got one, I'll I'll throw it on there. I got a new one. I made one the other day that James liked. Don't say fire. anything about what it was. You liked it no, though. It was fire. Yeah, it was fire. Ooh. That was hard. Working on something. You guys will see it soon. Don't worry. If you made it this far. Thank you very, very much for listening. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review, subscribe if you're feeling generous. Aye, aye, aye. We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace.